welcome back to Can We Fix It? Um, I'm recording solo on a day when we normally would not record, um, because honestly, this podcast is, um, is just as much for me as it is for you guys. Um, you know, it started out as a way to process the dumb fuckery <laughs> that goes on in local and national politics. I think one of our first episodes was called The Clowns That Run Your Circus. Um, and today I need to fucking process. Um, I don't know when this episode is going to be released. Um, but as of right now, it is the day after the Texas school shooting, um, wherein 19 little babies and teachers, um, lost their lives. And, you know, we, we use the phrase, you know, this senseless tragedy, um, so frequently. And I think honestly, we overuse it because, um, this tragedy in the context of our country makes perfect sense, right? So whenever, um, Whenever there's a mass shooting, we hear uh, a group of of uh, of our neighbors say, you know, it's a mental health crisis. And then we hear another group of our neighbors say it's a gun problem. And, you know, the reason that these school shootings, I don't consider them senseless is because it makes perfect sense that in a country where we dedicate no resources to mental health or health care or um, or things of that nature, and all of our resources to the Second Amendment and NRA and gun rights, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense to me that we have a really serious problem with mentally unstable people who have access to guns going out and committing these really heinous, heinous crimes. Um, I'm sure you can hear in my voice that I am actively weeping. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't know what's different about this one for me. I don't know if it's the idea that I work at a school now and that, um, this could very well be my reality in a year or two's time, or whether it's because they just released the photos of the victims and they are all my son's age, or maybe I just hit my limit. Maybe there's just like, a certain amount of tragedy that the human body can handle. And I have finally reached mine. I, I don't know. All I know is this one hit different. Um, and, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't know how to live in this world, you guys. Um, I am regretting with every cell in my body, the decision to have a child. (laughs) Um, and you know, my son is, low-key one of my best friends, and he vastly improved my life, um, and I can't imagine, I can't imagine a world without him, um, but I bet that there are at least 19 moms and dads at home right now who are trying to wrap their heads around a world without their babies, and in America, standard operating procedure is, um, we have a mass shooting, you know, the, the far right says it's too soon. You can't politicize this. We can't talk about it yet. And the left says now is the exact time to talk about it. And we offer our thoughts and prayers, whatever the fuck that means 
and then we just go on with our day. And um, honestly, at this point, fuck your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> fuck your thoughts and prayers. Because God is not the one allowing these things to happen. It's us. It's it's us. It's a country that values one person's freedom to carry a semi-automatic or an automatic weapon over a seven-year-old's right to make it through a school day without being shot at. And uh, I don't know why, but uh, I guess we've all just collectively decided as a society that we're okay with this. I read a tweet today that said, if this were a terrorist attack, the U.S. would have already sent out the military and bombed the shit out of a foreign nation. But because it's one of our own, we've decided that this is just one of the taxes of being an American. It's one of the freedoms and the rights that we give up to live in this country. We give up the right to go to church without fear. We've given up the right to go to the supermarket without fear. We've given up our kids' rights to learn how to fucking finger paint without fear. And um, I guess there's there's just a couple of things that uh, that I feel like we need to make adjustments on if if we're going to continue to uh, to live in this country, right? So the first thing is we have to stop saying that. America is the freest country in the world <laughs> because uh, if you don't even have the freedom to go to church or school or the fucking supermarket without worrying about your life or your neighbor's life or your child's life, that's that's not freedom. Um, and we uh, we have to give up uh, the idea that uh, that the people who call themselves pro-life are indeed pro-life. Right. Because uh, for me, at least the lives that count so much are uh, are the ones that we keep losing. People who've already taken their first breath, people who've already graduated kindergarten. And, you know, I uh, I really any I, I want to be clear, you know, any of the pro-life, pro-gun people, because that's the specific group that I'm talking about. Um, I think that we really need to uh, to harp on the fact that it that it's not pro-life, right? It's anti-choice. And, uh, and we have decided that, uh, children do not have the choice to be safe, to go to school in a country where, um, where we've established that your right to own a gun is paramount to everyone and anyone else's right. Um, and, uh, again, I don't, I don't know what's different about this for me, uh, personally. I don't know why, I don't know why this is the one that broke me, but, uh, but again, I guess I've just, I guess I've just hit my limit when I have finally realized that I live in a country that would rather have seven-year-olds do active shooter drills and hide under their desk than tell an 18-year-old that no, he legally cannot buy a gun that shoots 50 bullets a minute. Um, I don't know why my brain is fixating on this, but a few school shootings ago, you know, one of the many dozens, if not hundreds, that I have lived through, there were reports that one of the one of the little kids looked at his teacher when they found out it was an active shooter drill, and he said, don't worry, miss, I know karate. And I don't know why my brain just keeps playing that quote on repeat. Maybe because it reminds me of something that my kid would say. Maybe it's the innocence of believing that you as a seven-year-old with a karate belt uh, could keep your friends safe. 
don't know what it is. I just know that looking at those pictures today broke me, dude. And, uh, you know, I know I'm not the only one. I know that there are a lot of parents today waking up and wondering how to survive in this world. Um, but I do know that uh, I tap, you know, uncle. <laughs> Remember when you were a little kid and you would be given, you know, your brother arm burns. I don't know what the PC phrase is now because uh, it used to be something very on PC. But uh, and and you would do it until somebody said uncle. And if the gun lobby is waiting to take action uh, until we say uncle, then uncle, uncle, because my heart can't take this anymore. I um I reached out to my mom, who is again low key, another one of my very best friends. Um, and I asked, you know, how do you how do you survive in this world? How do I how do I wake up and pack my lunch and go to work tomorrow? Like it's not the saddest day of my life. And she said, you know, pray for the families. And I I have sat here for an hour trying to think of what the appropriate prayer. Dear God, grant these families peace as they look in on their child's empty bedroom, knowing that they will never see their baby sleeping again. Dear God, grant these families the the joy of forgetting. Remember that movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, right? Like if that were an option, I feel like every parent would just erase the memory of their kid, because how do you wake up? How do you wake up every day in a world where the tiny human that you spent months creating, you know, I, I cooked Malcolm's lungs. I built that liver myself. I I grew that tiny human. How do you how do you wake up in a world where you have spent years teaching them right from wrong and wondering who they're gonna be when they grow up and looking forward to the milestones of seeing <laughs> them graduate or fall in love or get married or have babies how do you wake up in a world where the human being that you have dedicated your life to is just gone i don't know how to live in this world i don't know how to be a bystander in a country that values money and property more than human lives i don't know how these parents wake up how they're going to wake up every day for the rest of their lives, knowing that they're never going to see their best friend again. And I know that a rinky-dink little podcast out of Rhode Island, run by two of the saltiest bitches in the state, is not going to be the one with the answers. And I know that this episode is going to be more questions than anything else. But I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to wake up and put one foot in front of another and call myself an American with pride when this when this is the America that I live in. And I sure as fuck don't know how these 19 parents are going to do it. We are so fortunate to live in a country of abundance. And I think we need to remember that, that we have enough food to feed the hungry, that we have enough money to house the homeless, that we have enough politicians to make the laws that would prevent this. And we choose Every day, we wake up and we choose to do nothing. I am tired, and I am heartbroken, and I, I genuinely can't even begin to understand how, uh, how these families are going to 
wake up tomorrow and put one foot in front of the other. Um, because I'm just a bystander and I am, I am broken. And so, uh, I just needed to remind our listeners that we have the ability to fix this. We have the money, we have the structure, we just don't have the will. And if that doesn't make you want to just drive into the ocean, then I don't know what does, because, uh, I don't want to live in a country that thinks that this is okay. And I have lived in this world for as long as I can remember, but I I am tired in my bones of offering thoughts and prayers. I am tired in my bones of figuring out how I'm going to explain this to my child and how I'm going to look him in the face and tell him that he's safe when I don't know that. I don't know how to exist in a country like this. And um, normally these episodes are a lot longer and normally it comes with an ask at the end of go to Patreon or sign up and testify on this bill or that bill. Honestly, the only ask I have is how do we keep doing this? How do we, how do we keep justifying these horrible tragedies? How do we have this many mass shootings every single fucking year and not just throw in the towel and say, fuck you, I quit. Fuck you, I quit. I'm not paying taxes to a government that doesn't care about me. I am not giving my time or myself to a country that would watch my baby lose his life. And the only thing after the 20 fucking years of this that I've been watching that we can think to say is my thoughts and prayers. I am at a loss for words. And anybody who knows me knows that that is not a thing I am ever at a loss for. But uh, I guess my only ask this week is how? How do we wake up tomorrow and carry on knowing what we know? How uh, how do we keep pretending that this is normal? How do we go on with our day-to-day lives? Like it's just a regular fucking Wednesday. I read this quote once that said, I think that God works on the micro and the macro and that when one soul is suffering, we all suffer. And in turn, when one soul thrives, we all do. And um, I feel in my soul the suffering of these parents. I feel it in my bones. And how do I go and have a normal day? How do I go and spread joy and smile and laugh when these souls are suffering? I don't have any answers. But if you guys do, please, please feel free. Uh, to comment and reach out and let us know because I don't, I don't know how to do this anymore. So in closing, I would just say, you know, hug your babies, be a good neighbor. And, um, and maybe we could all work on waking up in the morning and just telling ourselves that this isn't normal. And maybe if we all get it tattooed on our foreheads, maybe someday it'll be the last mass shooting. But knowing this fucking country, even this one, even 19 elementary school children is not going to be enough. So stay safe. We love you and go be a good neighbor.